You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. another episode of Habs Nightly folks sorry for the delay we've had uh we've had exams on one end of North America and then we've had um holiday financial instability on the other end how are we doing (laughs) what's up Mason I am in exam season coma nice what a time yeah, brain not working. Brain rot. And all you want to do is just get fucked up. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, I miss it. I don't know. You think you're doing good though? Yeah. You're doing you're doing right by your yourself. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, I had one exam. Where the stakes were fairly low, I could have not written it and passed the. Hell yeah, passed the course. Oh, sorry. You're good. Um, we know you're tired. We know you're tired. My exam yesterday was a little higher stakes. Um, I don't know. It was. It was. I don't know how they did it when you were in college, Corey. But we have like. You can't leave until an hour goes by. Like, so like. What? <laughs> like, an hour has to go by before you can, like. Like, even if you day. finish, even if you finish early. Yeah. In order to not disrupt people. I I think that's admirable, but I don't think you're really disrupting people. Like, look, I, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I have test anxiety. I, I can admit a lot of my um instability in school um a lot of it really stemmed from just panicking during tests and i was panicking regardless if people were leaving quicker than i was i that was not going to change anything but i think that that's very that's very progressive to do is to is to give everyone to not shatter their world as bad so quick Cause I know motherfuckers can be in and out in like 20 minutes. Like I'm done, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it's courteous. I think it's, I think it's nice, but fuck dude, that's not, that's not stopping Corey from having a meltdown, even though he knows the fucking subject. Well, here's the thing. Like I'm notorious in, um, like my year of nursing Mm -hmm. for, I I don't know. I've just always been this way. I test very like efficiently. I get mm-hmm. in and out of there pretty quickly. I usually have about fifteen minutes to kind of sit and ponder how I did before the hour mark hits, and then I leave. Right. Last year during one of one of my our like nurse specific examinations, mm-hmm. I was the only person that got up when the hour mark hit, and like. I'm like walking down the aisle and people like hating me. Like even people like I was from <laughs> texting me after like, I fucking hate you. Like, fuck. Yeah. But you know what? It, it, that's not their fault. No. Like can, I, I totally hate me too. That's the thing. Yeah, right? I, I get this, it, but it doesn't change exam, anything. Oh, well this exam, Corey, uh-huh. my prof goes up and she says, okay, it's the hour mark. Like, you know, some people can like start to leave. And nobody stood up. <laughs> As a prof, I'm like, we're I'm fucked. I'm fucked. And she like she like like uh what's the word? Um like said said it again. Oh my god. Like I guess she didn't think people heard. Yeah. And she's like, There's nobody no way. got up. 
because no Wheaties kids are all still having a yeah. crisis. <laughs> and nobody got up. Oh, shit. Again. So, like, I want wonder if like she was like oh fuck <laughs> like oh, oh shit fuck. yeah because her because her plus minus is about to go down hard are we about to get like I, like she was saying it and like i am writing this exam and it was fucking hard Corey. like i've never i mean mm-hmm. generally like you study for shit you're not gonna do well on because like you're behind yeah but i have like i have like a 70 something in this course like i have like a decent mark and I, I would say, like, I like averaged it out. I spent, like, at least 20 hours just, like, over the week before just studying. Uh-huh. And I, like, oh, my God, it was rough. I think I was done, like, an hour 35 into this exam. I'm usually, like, a 45, 50-minute get out of there as fast mm. as I can. There was a lot of times... Um... There's a lot of times where I'm like literally the last motherfucker in there, dude. And I'm just like just shitting myself. And I'm still gonna get a good grade. There's times where I did that shit and I fucking failed, you know. But um for a person that has that spectrum, they could be the first out, the last out. I don't think it matters, but I, I get you. I when when you're when you're fucking struggling in that seat. <laughs> And no one else gets up. It's a. I, I'm sure you felt a little, like a little uh, satisfaction. Like okay, you know, it's not oh, it's just it's me, a huge you know? satisfaction. It's a huge satisfaction. You're like oh, thank I'm God. Like, <laughs> I'm like thank fuck. Like maybe I'll get a bell curve here. I don't know yeah, right. Like, like everybody's yeah. scoring low, so they they, they got fucking set it lower. Yeah, like maybe I don't know, but it was. It was ridiculous. And the worst part is, Corey, I knew like what, how many of, so we had like three main units. Mm-hmm. I knew like what kind of stuff, like our profs like told us ahead of time, like what to like largely. Yeah, like focus. this was, this is the, the, the chunk of it. Yeah. Well, one of, one of our profs told us, the other one told us it was going to be equally balanced for all different units. And the nice. other one said, no, it's, it's heavy. Really heavy towards this and yeah heavy right. chapter three motherfucker just yeah but and i knew and i was still i was sitting i was like jesus fuck like this is brutal but i think the first person stood up around like an hour 15 my prof probably fucking wiping some sweat off of her brow like thank god one of them stood up <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh yeah no i got one more one more left and then we're We're gonna chill out for a couple days before we head back to work, but heard that. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. well deserved. Well deserved. Whether you pass or fail, you gotta, you gotta give you that yourself that time. <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, uh, we have a shared holiday coming up. Are you? Are you excited for for Christmas by chance? I I know personally that it was my favorite semester of school. I don't know what it's like nowadays, but us down here we split it in two. It was your first your first semester was you know basically started uh, early August, ended December. I'm sure that's still how it goes, but it could be different. Um, but that was my semester favorite. Starts in early August. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, when does y'all start? Um, September. I don't know, Mason. I don't know what to tell you. All right. That's ew, ew. Whatever, whatever, dude. Uh, I had fun. College was fantastic. Um, but yeah, the first one was always my favorite because it had the the best holidays, like the best breaks were were right there. So I could I could break down the semester in itself like i need to bust ass until thanksgiving and then i need to coast from thanksgiving to christmas and then i i got this in the fucking bag now the second one (laughs) now the second one's the second one's the hardest 
because you come out of Christmas, you have your time off. You're like, fuck, dude, I just crushed it. I just crushed it. I'm not ready to crush it again. You come out of you come out of the Christmas break. You have Mardi Gras. You have fucking Mardi Gras. Will not be a problem. Yeah, not for y'all, but for us. That is so hard on a on a young adolescent. <laughs> that is so fucking hard. You have an entire two weeks. It's it, it's really three days, but you have two weeks of pre Mardi Gras before it happens. So it's like you're the beginning of your semester where you need to be the buckled down person. You're immediately getting hit with the debauchery of New Orleans Mardi Gras. And then that one always crippled me. I took I took my hardest classes my first semester and my second. My second one was always like uh, majority like art theory, art history, uh, color theory, um, you know, um, a bunch of my art classes, shit like that history, you know, but like um, the prereq bullshit was all first maths and Englishes and shit like that sciences. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm like kind of excited for my next semester to be honest with you. What's it going to be? Um, it's you like got hard. It pre-planned or Well, yeah, I like will you book all your classes in mm-hmm. like July. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, we did me, we did per semester down here. What do you mean? Like this is Here's here's the big jumble of shit I have to finish by, you know, in order to move to the next step. You could choose how you wanted to attack it. If I wanted to take, uh, you know, the first math, then the second math, then the third math. Obviously, I can't do one and two together. But if I wanted to if I wanted to tackle math one, let's call it that, uh, finish that in this semester, math two can be taken the next semester. Basically, I could knock out shit not together. I I don't know how else to say it other than if I wanted to lean on like all of my prereqs fast, I could, or I could have left them and slowly did them as I wanted, like an entire year. Uh, I didn't take yeah, like, well, like, my English bullshit, you know, that's still like, I think it depends on the program you're in, right? Like, yes. Yes. That's very possible for most people, but I'm in nursing, so it's not, I don't have the the freedom to structure. You have a strict outline. Like you have to walk this. This is the guide. Yeah. This is your path. Exactly. Like I don't, a lot of people, they get, so you get like a biology degree and maybe you like Mm -hmm. declare your major in second or third year. Right. I, my major is my major. It's not. Yeah. And you have to follow this path in order to get to it. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So. Anyway, like there's, where... a classes, like, <laughs> there's a couple like things that change per semester, but what I'm doing per year is always the same. Oh, so yeah. like some people had um like they had a uh, maternity and mental health mm-hmm. as their placement in um the the fall semester, which is what we're in right now. I had community, so in the next semester, I'll have my mental health. Nice, but it for the most part, you're you're walking the same the same kind of line. Yeah, that's fair. Well, let's get full circle. Uh, I think I think the original question was: Are you excited for uh, your Christmas break and said holiday? I'm very excited. <laughs> very fucking excited. I'm sorry. I saw it. you had the mic off and I was like, I was like, if he doesn't talk, I'll just, I'll walk around it until it gets back. He's probably getting a beer, or water or something. <laughs> oh, I was just, I was just down in some water. I have a little bit of a like exam stress induced cold, mm. but I love it. But no, I'm, uh, I'm very excited too fucking sit in my house and drink beer and watch world juniors and make money that's <laughs> all i right now oh yeah dude oh, yeah. Like, when does, uh... i i am so incredibly broke that like i got offered christmas day and i was 
practically jumping in my fucking heard that. Yeah. Oh, I was so excited. Christmas Day the work at your age is so fun. Because because everybody like it the rules that day for whatever job you're at, they're so much more lenient. Like they're well. just like, look, <laughs> thank you, thank you for coming, you know. Act an ass behind the behind the scenes, you know. Thank you for being here. We need someone. And then yeah. everybody's just having fun. Everybody's just cutting up that day. I can't imagine that my uh <laughs> my job will be at all uh any more laid back, but are are you sitting with people? Is that your job right now or what do you mean? Are you still doing like the like you were saying? I remember a while back you were sitting with like old like the older folks. Would that be the job you're going back to? Or are you going cut cut trees on Christmas? Oh, I I don't like sit with them. I'm I'm a PSW, so I like provide uh like perennial and basically all care. Like okay, you're still gonna like have I'm fun. Like, it's gonna. You, it's gonna um, be late. I I doubt that I'll have fun. But you're gonna I'll have fun. Money that I won't care. You're gonna be making money, and you're still gonna have fun. I promise. <laughs> I promise. You're gonna have so much. You're gonna have so much fun. Working on working working on the holidays is fucking hilarious. Wipe, wiping ass is not. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's not gonna be fun. But the day itself will be fun. That is my you're, whole. You're, day. You're that you're focusing just on the poo. Day. You're focusing just on the poo, and not and not the beautiful people's whose ass you're wiping. I don't I don't know. They're gonna somebody's gonna try to slip you some drinks. Somebody's gonna be like tell you something fucking ignorant. You're gonna have a good day. It's just, it's just what happens to young people on their when uh, they're forced to work a holiday. I do appreciate the optimism. <laughs> um, I think, uh, like, unfortunately, a lot of the people that I work with in long-term care—it's not a retirement home; it's long-term care. They—they mm-hmm. they probably won't know that it is Christmas. Yeah. But I've never—I've yet to work a Christmas in as a PSW, so we'll see. You're gonna have a fucking blast. What it's like? <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I'm not overly optimistic, though. I'm. I bet you you I'm text me and you you're gonna my, my RN. You're gonna text me and you're gonna say, "I did have a good day." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna be see my real hope. My real uh-huh. hope is that I get I get like an afternoon shift, so I go in for like two o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I wake up really early. You know, have like Christmas, whatever. Have mm-hmm. my like morning cup of Baileys, <laughs> and then like stop having Baileys at like eleven o'clock, maybe twelve. Yeah, and, and then go hope. in, go in, just feeling crisp, and just you know, hope you know that I can they go don't. in feeling good for at least the first four hours of my shift. Amazing, amazing! You're gonna have so much fun, dude. <laughs> You're gonna have so much fun, dude. There's not a job I I had. I and honestly, it wasn't. I wasn't caring. I wasn't caring for people. There was not a job that I had where I didn't come in not sober. I'm not talking. I'm coming in like Jim fucking Leahy, but just coming in just just at the right amount to make the day fun. You know, I'm not. It, it's a holiday. I'm not sacrificing having a good day because I'm at work. I'm bringing the fun with me. Even if it's a personal party, yeah, yeah, no, this will. Uh, who knows? That ass is going to be wiped with like just a smile on your face. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. You're gonna, uh, you're gonna be like, hell yeah. <laughs> one can pray. Oh man, just a couple Sleemans, dude. Just a couple Sleemans. Oh shit, Sleemans in the morning. Are you going home or are you just going to be up uh, in Peterborough? Fuck, yeah, I'm going home. I don't know, Mason. Calm down. I'm not having holidays with those fuckers. Yeah, come on. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm actually home right now. I went home for... Um, I have so like you, six you... days between my exams. So oh, I like, heard. I that's went cool. home. 
here i'm here like tonight and and then i'm gonna leave like tomorrow i was like i want to like eat like a home-cooked meal like see mm. my dogs nice do you want to talk about christmas meals <laughs> no nah, nah. oh, i'm just fucking with you let's go let's get into some half topics <laughs> oh shit um let's see it's been i think it's been like two weeks since we've talked or so we're not going to talk about all two weeks worth of fucking games, but let's see. Uh, fuck, are we? Oh, okay. Here we are. So, boom, boom. So, I guess the last thing we we probably ended on the Detroit game. Uh, so, we have the Seattle game, L.A., which was – I don't even want to fucking touch on that. That, that game could have been – DVR'd and then the team the teams couldn't fucking play and they decided to just play the the old footage of a month ago. Um the Sabres game, the Preds game, and then the last night game against Pittsburgh. Anything you want to touch on with that? There was some pretty good moments in some of these games. Um fuck, I don't even know where to begin. All right, I'll take us, I'll take us for a walk. How about we just start? Jaden Struble. You want to start there? Good place to start. Great, great place to start. So uh he's got two goals now. Uh I'm but I I believe we touched on his first goal. I think that was the last episode. Uh, but here we are. He's got a new goal. <laughs> Fantastic, beautiful goal, right place, right fucking time. Um, you tweeted that he probably took Arbor Jack Eye's job. Um I think it's kind of it's hard to knock this kid off the seat right now, though. Yeah, I think um, well, he scored last night against Pittsburgh. It was a really nice goal, a little pinch in. I believe it was yes, first. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was first goal in front of the home crowd. So that's yes. nice. Um, I I really do believe that he has taken Jack Eye's job. Um, I think. I think that. Him, like we talk about him, we talked about him, you know, even over the last year and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Often, like he's the forgotten Habs prospect, and he's reminded everybody here why he was drafted in the second round. That he, you know, he shouted and screamed and said, "Look, I'm, I'm not to be forgotten. I'm not in the shadows. Um, this is a guy that has played really good hockey. Like I think Jaden Struble." has been one of our best defenders period let alone young young defenders um i don't think he's just playing better than jack guy right now i think he's playing better than baron i think he's playing better than lindstrom i think he's playing better than Gooley. and i think since savard's got come back i think he's played better than savard too we do need to give savard um some props for scoring uh after he just recently returned that's pretty awesome but yeah uh, jaden struble has been He's been our best defenseman as of late. Other than Mike Matheson, I think I would agree with that. Yes. Matheson at times has looked a little wonky uh, in this past two fucking weeks, but Jaden Struble has really accepted his chance and has done everything he could to just be the fucking best right now. And... um. There's not, there's really nobody that I see is is doing better than Jaden Struble. Um, and I think his advantage obviously is that it's new, it's new to him. So we're my eye is letting things slip, but there's not a lot of things that he's done that that I have to look past. Like he's he's doing really good, really good offensively and on and defensively. Um he's just been a fucking treat to see. Um, David Savard though does need his flowers. Um, you know, it's for the Habs, it's been refreshing. You know, some of these older guys are getting getting hurt, and and by no means is that is that is that what I'm excited for. Uh, but seeing like the Habs are becoming a young team, it's a lot of young kids showing their showing their abilities, giving their opportunities. It was really, really a nice treat to have David Savard come back, which I'm sure not a lot of Habs fans were 
expecting the best thing and he's he hasn't done enough to prove that but it's really nice and comforting to have like a a person come back that is a veteran um that could that could have that prowess with this team other than just another young gun getting their shot that's what i want to see but it is really a delight to have somebody that i know what i'm getting and i'm i'm getting a better version of david savard right now granted it's only two games um but he scores immediately we're at 30% on the season for uh our scoring by defenseman it's unfucking real um they're just they're getting it done uh i wish the forwards would wake up uh, a little bit but our our defense has been just phenomenal and it's great to have uh another veteran uh help help pull that weight yeah like i think that he provides a lot to the team in terms of that veteran presence i will never pretend to be a david savard supporter <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's disingenuous. I think Savard. <sighs> I don't know. I have a very love hate relationship with Savard. Savard's yeah, a guy I'm not, that I... I'm not his best friend, but at the same time, David Savard comes back. Uh, let's just let's just look at the Penguins game, right? Mike Matheson played 32 minutes and 21 seconds. Um, Mike Matheson would have had to play that much more minutes now granted you could you could trickle it down to everyone else but he still would have had to play something bullshit like that you know granted this is a, this is an overtime game but you know having someone like david savard who like you said i'm not going to sit there and pretend like he's my i'm a fan fucking favorite but it's another guy that can eat up minutes that doesn't sacrifice a chunk of minutes from the young guys, Baron, Struble, Kovacevic, Gooley, it kind of helps take some weight off of Mike Matheson, who's also another injury guy. I just I feel like it, it's a li- it's a little bit of relief for him, and it puts a little bit more pressure on like uh, Baron. In in my case, I'm just gonna pick on him, um, to try to get back to where he was about you know a month ago. You you're gonna lose a little bit of your a little bit of your minutes. He's he's our in this game our fourth most. He's almost tied with Caden Gooley at nineteen oh seven. Um, it's another kind of kick. You know, hey, look, you know, here's a guy coming back into the lineup that you should be playing better than. Show me that you're gonna play better than him. Get some more. Get some more time back. I don't know. To me, Savard comes I, back. I kind of disagree some pressure with that. Off of I think that's a good idea. And like, maybe if that were like what we were seeing, but Savard's been thrown back in. He's on the top pair with Matheson. He's getting time on the penalty kill. He's getting time on the power play. He's getting time on the fucking, like he was out there for overtime. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's a case of show me, you can keep playing. Savard's going to give you the pressure. It's kind of frustrating to see Savard walk back in there and kind of steal and get it back like without as much as I don't think that Baron, I think, okay. I don't think it's a coincidence that Ghoulies play has suffered. Well, while he's been paired with Baron mm-hmm. Baron in his own zone is a disaster. It's been a lot. I also don't think it's fair to say that Savard has earned anything more than Ghoulie has. Like you're going to tell me just because David Savard is in his 30s, he deserves to play in overtime ahead of Caden Gooley. I don't think so. But Caden Gooley hasn't sniffed overtime. So that's fair. Like that that's fair. A little bit. And like I said, I'm going to support Savard in the sense of I like the guy. I don't like how he's used. Um, mm-hmm. When Savard scores, I freak out. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Um, but he also should not be prioritized over our young guys. Like, yes, Baron makes mistakes. Baron fucks up in his own zone. That's why he should get the minutes because we need to, I care if Baron iron out, irons out those kinks. I don't care about developing David Savard. I get what you're saying. I, I, I think they're getting the development. I just, 
to me, I feel like it, it's nice to have someone to take some of the weight off of Matheson. But I get where you're saying where you should be like, well, that person should be one of these young guys. I get that. I just like that there's another vet, whether it's Dave Savard or not, just someone that that can can eat some minutes where they could potentially suffer instead of one of one of our young guys. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's tough to say because now it's now I'm pitting it pitting it as I'd rather have Dave Savard get sacrificed instead <laughs> instead of one of these young kids. Um. Whatever, whatever. Happy he's he's healthy. Well, I'll just we'll say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh shit. Um how about we talk Josh Anderson? And if we're talking Josh Anderson, we just gotta bring up the was that the Kraken game? I think it was like that entire line. Um Monahan, Pearson, uh Gallagher, just the older guys just really holding it down. Monahan two goals. Yeah, that's a good one. So that night, I think Monahan had like a it was like a twelve game since he scored nineteen games, something like that. Tanner Pearson had a while, and then Josh Anderson gets the empty net, which is by no means is it, it the most skilled, but it, it's definitely progression. Um, but a big night for for the veteran, the veterans of the team. Um. How'd you feel about Josh Anderson getting that goal? Josh Anderson's a fucking wreck right now. Um, no, it's, it's terrible. I, I don't envy his position, and I don't envy the mental battle and just mm-hmm. how, what all the shit that he's probably going through. It it looks terrible. Like it, I really do feel for him. That being said. He's making five and a half million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. He's constantly put into positions to succeed, and he constantly gets in the way of his own self to succeed, <laughs> and is also dragging other players down with him. Yeah, the shootout attempt last last night really painted a really good picture for it. Just the guy did not want to take that shot. Mm-hmm. And can you blame him? No, yeah. I am not attacking Josh Anderson personally. I am not rooting for Josh Anderson to fail. I'm just saying it the way I see it. He's a husk. He's not mm-hmm. doing anything. Josh Anderson always had flaws. He's on autopilot he's right doing, now. He's not doing anything well. He, It's like the one thing that he has been able to consistently do is score off the rush and get rush chances. And I'm not going to deny and say he hasn't had opportunities, but they're not off the rush anymore. He's been decent at for on the four check. He's been getting opportunities, but I don't like, I don't know if I've seen a player just that mentally defeated the guy, you know, you say, Oh, he broke his scoring slump. If you think of his last two goals were, were empty. <laughs> and I, it's been how long since I don't actually know the stat, but it's been a ridiculous amount of time since he scored a goal, like a real goal. Well, that that's what I wanted to get to after your opinion is that I personally feel that yes, it was nice to see, but I feel like you didn't, you didn't help him accomplish the mental aspect of it. You might've lightened the load, but I feel like it can be the inverse as well. Like, that didn't fucking help him. He didn't do it himself. Yeah, he put the fucking there was the skill in it was not the same skill of going up against a fucking goalie. And until he accomplishes that, I don't think that this truly helped him. I think if anything, he's like, it, it's fucking worse. Like that my only goal is an empty fucking net. I'm still getting in my way. I'm still like two left feet and out there. I'm still like I'm not playing the game. I'm literally just in my brain talking to myself and fucking up in front of myself. I think you best said it though that um I don't envy Josh Anderson right now. It's uh I I I can't imagine that's fun. No. And I I hope he 
can figure something out, but I'm just. It was so fantastic to see him smile, see the stadium explode like they did. See, like, like the bench, like Caulfield, like just Pat and fuck whoever was in front of him. He was so elated for him, you know, but like when he finally scores, like that same eruptedness will happen again but it'll it'll actually i'm sure for josh mean something that much more than just getting the go-ahead easy you know easy goal don't know it's tough it's tough seeing what josh anderson like what what's happening to him mentally right now it's don't envy it at all um you want to talk about slavkovsky um <laughs> we can I, I don't know like when was the last time we spoke had a big thing i feel like we've been talking about slaff a lot okay but i don't think we've talked since uh what was that the uh the buffalo game that was a big game for slaff have we spoken since the shootout winner i don't think so no no we haven't that was uh that was the buffalo well, that game. was fucking we... awesome eh? yeah dude unfucking real unreal he 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 gets in a fight the same game, you know. Just it wasn't anything to write home about, but it's another it's another point towards that that aggressive dominance. Knowing that I'm a big guy, I can play in this league. I can hold my own in this league. I'm a big boy in this fucking league, and he's he can throw the weight. I'm not saying I want him to fucking fight. I was terrified, but at the same time, I was like, this dude's gonna stand up for him, fuck himself and his team, like the growth of this kid turning into a man is, is fast and it's fucking awesome to see. Yes. We've been, we've been talking about him a lot. Everyone's been on a positive note about it. He's getting unreal chances every fucking game. He's just showing signs of improvement. And I just, I really need him to start fucking executing these, like, like finishing them. Or we run into a situation where he's like a Yoel Armia unreal potential uh can't follow through but i think it's way too soon to think like that he's been looking explosively awesome and it's still his second you know it's his second season he missed a lot of the first one knock on wood we get a long tenure with him this season but it's been sky's the limit with him and that fucking shootout goal after a phenomenal game against buffalo is just the ace of cakes for him right now yeah, and like able, it's nice for him to be able to showcase some of that like high octane skill, too, right? Yeah, like we so, we we saw a piece of it a couple of games back when they when Yessi Yolone won it for us, but he also got his chance. You know, uh, this time it was like fuck yeah, they're giving him another go, and <laughs> he called fucking game on Devin Levi, dude. It was a great move. Great move, poor Devin Levi though. <laughs> what a fucking season for them. Uh great move. He looked robotic. Like when they showed the the 5G look of it where the camera's that much more enhanced, it didn't look real. Like his his head didn't move at all. And Oh, Corey, that's the it's the head tracker. Yeah, it's so it's so disgusting. I was like, "Oh god, like I is love this that a hu- is this a real is this a real human?" Like he looked like something out of like an 80s film, you know, like like a, a big, bad fucking European guy. It just looked un, unnatural. And then he kind of I, like I, I picked I up the ice love, at him. I was like, oh I love my that. God. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like it, it's so enhanced. It looks great. Um, But just the dirtiness of the move itself, he kind of like uh, he's kind of got to like uh, throw some some ice up to like get out of that position just he went in there so favorite, fucking reckless. I think my favorite part of it was the celly oh yeah the the fucking hands on mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that was pretty sick yeah it was are you not entertained everybody was like oh he's pulling the gladiator I don't give a fuck it was cocky it was smooth it's everything in that personality that they wanted us to take in from when you know the the draft happened like this was the kid we were getting that we talked about. That wasn't that wasn't, you know, showboating was cocky at the right level, you know. Absolutely. His play's been fantastic. Um 
Let's see. I'm going to take this. Before we go anywhere, let's just uh, let's just go talk with our friends over at DraftKings. All right, Mason. Let's see. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Thank you so much, DraftKings, uh, for sponsoring us day in and day out. Let's look at let's look at tomorrow. Um, so you got Anaheim versus New York. Uh, Jesus, the money line is tough on that fucking game. Uh, I would go Rangers, especially if Quicks in that. Uh, Shicey's been tough. I'm not supposed to tell you who to pick, but Shicey's look rough. Quickie in that. I think that's a that's something to go with. Uh, Boston the Islanders. The Islanders have like one of the top power plays right now. Um, but Boston is Boston. I don't know why they're doing. Oh it right my now. god! What you got? Sorry to interrupt the uh, ad read, but the Leafs have just come back from five nothing. Who are they playing tonight? They're playing Columbus. They came. <laughs> oh my! God. Come back from five nothing. Jesus. Oh man. They're going to overtime. Holy. Wow. I'd hate to have I'd hate to have money on that game tonight. Uh, unless unless I had the over on it. Uh let's see. Nashville, Carolina, uh Ottawa, Dallas. I'm gonna take Dallas in that game. Uh San Jose versus Arizona and Buffalo versus Golden Knights. I think you could make a pretty good parlay out of that. Um, a lot of the teams feel uneven. Um, so, you know, honestly, I've been playing a lot of overs. I think that's the fun one. Uh, if I took the over in, in the fucking, it was probably over six for Columbus. Uh, Toronto tonight would have got that immediately. Wouldn't had had to give a fuck too soon. But uh, download the app now. Use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly and bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. Jesus, I have fucking cottonmouth, Mason. Like it ain't nobody's fucking business. Nobody's fucking business. Um, before we get back to the Habs, how about the uh the league coming out saying that they're gonna have an international game? It's not gonna be like the World Cup from seven years ago, which is unfortunate. Uh. I think it's interesting, but I think it's tough that we're only getting four fucking teams. Um, I'm gonna Quick be honest. Comment. I haven't. Don't even anything. give a fuck. I haven't heard anything about that. What I have uh, seen is the talk about the uh, new All Star format, which I think looks absolutely phenomenal. What are, what are they going back? They're going back to the draft, correct? Where they've gone back to the draft, and they're also providing like a million dollar incentive for the skills competition. There's only going to be twelve participants, and Mm -hmm. there's points. They're all going to participate, um, in multiple events, and basically whoever gets the most points wins, and wins like a million dollar reward too. Um, they actually consulted with McDavid to uh you know talk about what the players wanted what the players would look forward to doing oh and uh sorry and uh ken johnston just won it for the let's go (laughs) Uh, that's terrible for my uh fantasy hockey team but is it really well i have william nylander so oh shit well i have wool and until wool comes back I, i i could give a fuck about toronto win fair enough but um yeah, like it, it seems like the league's actually kind of listening to what people want. Uh, apparently, they had McDavid was like very involved in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'll be really interesting to um, 
see how it turns out. I'm actually for like I I can say honestly for the first time in a very long time I'm excited to watch the uh, All Star game this year. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, you know. I think the last time I yeah no absolutely I think the last time I cared about the All Star game was the the two years they did the draft well the last two I don't I don't remember if they did it before that um and then the 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 year with John Scott when they first did the 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 mini tournament you know (laughs) and that's it ever since it's just been kind of a joke but. You're right, though. This is it's moving in the right direction. They're they're asking, they're asking the players what would base what what would best make them want to participate. Like what what turns them sacrificing the the fucking boys' vacation week that everyone else takes to come and represent the NHL. Like you got to make it fun for the fans, and you got to make it fucking somewhat enjoyable for them. Or we're gonna get lackluster performances. No one gives a fuck. I mean, the last couple of years have been brutal. Um, I I hope this is a turn in the right direction. I was a lot younger back then, I was in my early twenties, and I thought I thought the draft was fucking hilarious. I think it was Kessel Kessel versus Ovi trying to get a trying to get a vehicle. <laughs> yeah, they, they <laughs> well, I don't think Kessel wanted to be drafted last, but Ovi certainly did. <laughs> Well, yeah, you like dude, you miss dude. you miss iconic moments like that without the draft, and I think it just allows the personalities to shine. Like at the end of the day, fans and players don't care about these stupid gimmicks they've been doing the last mm-hmm. few. Years. Like the format has just—it's only cool for the people that are there. So, like if if you're paying to go, that's that's who it's for. But everybody at home, it's it's nothing. It, it, I don't give a fuck. You know, you haven't made it fun. No, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump on. <laughs> no, you're all good. Oh, fuck. It's just been a while, and we've been the, the league's been stabbing itself in the fucking in the face repeatedly. It, it's good to to see something at least positive, positive uh, from the fans and and from the players. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, um, you got a you got a couple more things you you got on the. Uh, on the Canadians or league stuff or um I'm just thinking in terms of Habs stuff there's some stuff I kind of want to save for <clears throat> right before the world junior break okay um, well, not the world junior break sorry like the Christmas break mm-hmm. um, I'm just trying to think no I think I think that's a lot of the the solid Habs points I wanted to bring up today the only one I can think of is uh is despite the power play doing better in a sense, um I feel like there's so much movement with Cole Caulfield that he doesn't even get opportunities anymore. And some nights I just feel so fucking aggravated that yes, he's getting nine fucking shots in a game 21 minutes but i just feel like they've got this dude cycling so fucking much how can he ever put it in the back of that like how can he get consistency anymore um i don't know where you stand on that but um as someone who's sitting cole caulfield on the fucking bench because i'm watching them just let him run in a circle all over the fucking ice instead of uh making a move to where people jump off of him. I know it's harder now, but I, I don't I don't know, Mason. I, they got to do something with that. Yeah, I think, like, I mean, not just the eye test, but the numbers back it up. He's been, outside of Makachuk, the unluckiest player um, in the NHL yeah. this year. Somebody just dropped Makachuk in my league. They dropped Makachuk? Yeah. Fuck, I've been trying to trade him like crazy. <laughs> they just they just had enough. They just dropped him. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, outside of the Canadians. Well, hang on. Let me let me just pull this up. One one more time. Let me see who our next game is. I think I said in the beginning, the Islanders. Okay, so we played the Islanders Saturday. Um, sick. 
Patrick Kane. Have you watched any any of that? I know I haven't, but I've seen I've seen the highlights. He's looked good. He's looked good. A lot more mobility. Um, I picked him up in fantasy, and I've got my cousin upset. He, he's got a goal and assist. It's nothing like insane yet, but this dude held him all season and dropped him two weeks ago. And I laughed. Right. I, I literally called him to laugh at him as I picked him up. And I was just <laughs> like, he he just signed to Detroit. I was like, he's coming. Like, he's going to play soon. And he he's so fucking angry, <laughs> angry with me right now because he wasted a draft pick. Like, it was it was the last draft pick, you know, but like he, he wasted – He grabbed him at, the, at like – 16th round whatever it is you know like our last round you know uh just as just as something to hold on to and he held him and he fucking held him for so fucking long and then he gave up on him right right before he signed so he dropped him he might have been out in the market for two days immediately i get the alert that he signed with detroit i called cody and i said go go check uh go check the transactions and as soon as he pulled it up i picked him up and he got so fucking angry. And then I sent them the article. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And now I'm losing. So I guess there's some karma, but <laughs> but it, it's 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 a great sacrifice, I guess. I'll take I'll take a week of losing just to see if this does something for me. I, I did roll the dice this season in fantasy. Uh picked a lot of old people and they're starting to get hurt. <laughs> oh shit. Well, dude, I know you're tired. I'm tired. Um you got anything else to add for tonight? Fuck, nothing really. Okay, it's been interesting. I know that you've been you, you've been grinding. I've been grinding. It's been it's been a treat to watch these games as of late. It's something that brings me back to somewhat of normalcy. So it has been nice. Uh, the team is either winning or getting the losers' point. There's something respectful in that that they're not giving up. Um, the games have been for the most part enjoyable to watch. We didn't touch on the Baron hit and the just the the shit uh refing going on right now in the league, but it has been a fun season so far. Uh Mason, love you. Uh good luck on your your final exam. Fans, thank y'all so much for bearing with us. We will talk to you guys again very soon. Thank y'all so much. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.